Hi, it's 420 somewhere. Welcome to Sex and Sativa with Alex. It's me, your favorite sex positive goddess. And welcome to 2022. Happy New Year. With the brand new year comes new year resolutions and vows to be better people. You know, basically like to-do lists, sexual checklists and bingo. I don't care. But basically that's what people do to start the year. As for Alexandria, I have no sexual to-do lists this year. I have no sexual resolutions. I'm already at a place in my life where I'm having really, really great orgasms by myself. And I'm happy with the state of my sex life and sexual experiences I've had. So, unless I make plans to date or something, I have no interest in adding anything this year. I'm fine. Basically, I have no sexual to do this. So, if you have a sexual to do list, if you have like a sexual bucket list for the year, feel free and please don't hesitate to share with me on social media at Sex Positive Goddess on Instagram and Sex Sativa on Twitter. This episode is going to be a fun one. I know it. Welcome to 2022. It's a brand new year where people pretend to make new year's resolutions that they are going to be um, faithful to and end up not doing. It's a time where people make vows to be better um, persons and maybe end up changing their life. It's a time where people decide to create sexual bucket lists and tick them off. Whatever your style is, if you've decided sexually this year that you want to have a sexual bucket list, which I should do something like a sexual bucket bucket list basically you want to check off like all the fun things or sexual fantasies sexual fantasy bucket list yes sexual fantasy bucket list if your plan is to be celibate if your plan is to have more sex wherever your sexual plan is so far it is consensual it makes you incredibly happy and you know you're not coerced into it then by all means feel free but you know it's a new year time where we start to reset our hypothetical body counts which by the way i should do an episode on how incredibly silly and damaging the body count conversation affects both parties but today is not that day today the sex positive goddess is here to tell you that the whole face should not exist now before you crucify me i have a very good reason Let's break down what the term a whole face means. A whole face is a time in your life that occurs when you are fine with exploring promiscuous activities with random people. Now, prior to people thinking that it's always like oh orgies and I especially hate this word the train, having train run on you and just basically fucking random people you see at parties, it's also like a time to explore. And the whole phase or you being the whole phase doesn't necessarily mean it has to lead to sex. You can tease heavily, you can flirt non-stop, you can kiss and make out with others. This phase kind of like ideally is supposed to help you establish what you like and what you don't like. It's a phase or it's a period where you tend to explore your sexuality and what works for you and what doesn't work for you, how you like to be courted, how you like to be wooed, how you like to be treated, ideally okay ideally stuff like that you know like for example you're a man you fantasize about other men you know 
whole face that's the time to figure out if you want to be with other men or if you're just fine with just women if you're a woman that fantasizes about other women and men then you know go on a whole face and figure it out ideally i mean that's what the term is i asked um uh online on twitter and on twitter and instagram what the whole face what the term whole face means to you and thank you so so much for engaging with me um engaging with me on this one and thank you so much for the responses i'm trying this format out where i kind of like carry people along or carry people that give a fuck along um about the episode prior to the episode so it kind of just blends seamlessly. I don't know how that is. I, I tried it with this episode and I got responses. Thank you. I'm very grateful. We'll do more of this if you don't mind. If you mind, don't engage. If you don't mind, please engage with me. It makes me feel like I'm not alone and it's a great way to start the year. So yeah, I got your responses and they're pretty much along the same veins of like, you know, a time where you explore, you're free, you're having random sex, like stuff like that, which is great. You know, it's what the it's what we deem a whole face to be like by the way everywhere smells awesome i got this new tea i don't want to point on me god please do not point on me yes it's really really hot <gasps> oh i put it on my phone uh so instead of healing the fucking tea that was making everywhere smell so fucking good i ended up pouring um hot tea on my lap and my phone which is not cool because i'm not exactly wearing i'm not exactly like covered so i just have hot tea on my laps now oh man fuck this no i am choosing positivity this year i am going for ease and flow ease and flow ease and flow yeah so due to the responses i got on social media i kind of understand that we all have a general idea of what the whole phase means like we're all on the same um we're all towing the same party line basically and it's just like it's it's basically come to mean um fucking random people indiscriminately and to be honest i hate i hate the term whole phase it's just never robbed me the right way the term whole face doesn't doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy in fact why do i hate the term whole face first of all and just bear with me because i feel like the term was coined um as a way to mock women for choosing to actually explore sexually why am I saying what you're choosing to mock women? It's not a term that looks at women favorably. There is no way you're saying, oh yeah, this woman has a whole face that the aftermath of that entire statement is going to be like, yay ha, go empowerment. If men are not calling you whores for trying to fuck random people, which by the way they do, it's women that are um, telling you that you, you are making yourself easily accessible to all men and not keeping yourself for a high value man which by the way let me just say this all them femininities divinity classes and alpha male classes perpetrates this stupid 
all they do is kind of reinforce gender norms which is not helpful to anyone so just because um i don't dress in modest skirts and i don't wear hemline gowns that doesn't mean i can't attract a man that is and i quote high value that will respect me in other words high value men do not respect women that wear less clothing so you're telling me that you are a high value man but the way you respect people is based on how they dress and all them sorry i quote dress how you want to be addressed kind of thing which by the way i know it, yes it comes like it there's a way you really should kind of dress how you have to be addressed but does that mean you stop respecting people like just because they're not doing what you're doing like what is the problem with them doing something separate from you if you want to wear high knee gowns and modest dresses and still be a whore on the road by all means please fucking do if you want to wear modest gowns and um turtlenecks and go to hotels and blow random men for money by all means do if i want to wear the latest fashion over or shan outfits with like 10 different cutouts in 10 different places I can, I will. It still does not dis- it doesn't say anywhere. There's no dictionary that says that that means I need less respect. Anyway. I'm just saying the whole phase doesn't it doesn't favor women in any way, shape, or form. Because I feel the term was made to mock women for choosing to explore. Because bear with me. We've heard the term um, men sowing their white oats. I've heard this since I was like young. Like, you know, get, men get to sow their white oats. Um, you know, you sow your white oats, then you settle down. But you can't date a girl who's having a whole face or who's had a whole face. Who knows what she did in her whole face? Do you see? It's fine because when men sow their white oats, we excuse them for all the bullshit they did, which I'm not saying, um, like, I'm not trying to. Insulting. I'm just saying everything you did in that period you were sowing your white oats is fine, is acceptable. Now you have left your baby boy lifestyle and you're now a responsible man of the society. This is where we now decide that oh, um, this is where we start hearing oh, you can't you can't make a whole housewife kind of thing or oh that chick that you were um giving that was eating your ass, you can't marry her anymore. You need to go and marry that girl in the village. I'm just saying. Men get to sow their white oats and everything is fine. There are no consequences. I mean, for fuck's sake, you can bring a baby on you and you be like, oh yeah, he was sowing his white oats, forgive him. Now he's determined to settle down. Are you see, sure? I see using as a second baby, but that's not just me. Men get to their white oats. They have threesomes. They have um, they have one night stands. They have, and it's okay. It's part of the sowing your white oats culture. But God forbid women have a whole face. You know, then that kind of defines her for the rest of her life. Oh, you had um, you had sex with three men. Oh, you had a three man. You have to tell your husband do. Positivity, Alexandria. Because when men sow their white oats, it's depicted as this gorgeous, magical journey, you know, expected and excused. It's okay. It's fine. Let them sow their white oats and come back and settle down to you, with you, for you. I don't know. Bring a baby back. He was sowing his white oats. Slumming with a woman beneath his social status. Sowing his white oats. He was sowing his white oats. Dating indiscriminately and having random sex. He was sowing his white oats. 
but you know, supposed to be chaste. It just fucking like grinds my goats. Like that kind. It just it's annoying. Like it's annoying. Because in sewing their white notes, they get to figure out what they like and what they don't like. They get to have like the fun stories. They get to realize, oh, sloppy head is not my thing. Oh, someone randomly f- stuck a finger up my ass and, you know, now I know I like that kind of thing. It kind of informs you to your sexual do's and don'ts, your sexual preferences, your sexual choices. And I, I'm somehow not allowed to have that. Um, anyway. See, I'm choosing positivity. So basically, you get the idea of a whole face and why I I, I seem it, it doesn't agree with me and why I don't seem to like endorse the term for now. Just this is just a beginning. Now, the funniest part is people really do think I have had like eons of whole face. Someone actually thinks right now that I am in my whole face because I'm single. <laughs> I've never had a whole face. Nope. Alexandria has never had a whole face. I have. No. Why not? Well, the thing about whole faces I seem to get is that, you know, most times it happens for women when they leave a long relationship or when they're stepping out of a relationship. Every other thing prior to the relationship is just figuring it out. Then when you leave the relationship, it's like whole face activated kind of vibe. That's just the idea. I've never had the whole face. I rarely date. I dating is oh man, that's love. Dating is not exactly. I hardly date. I rarely, rarely date. But I have lots of sex, and with those sexual partners, I'm very quick to be like, "Excuse me, sir, I am using you for your penis and good time. I'm not here to define anything." So I've never really had a whole face, but. Mm, my last relationship when it ended i'm sorry but say what you want to say about my last relationship with my ex like we got a lot of things not so right but one of the things we got right was sex man oh man the sex was great like on the sex part we nailed it that was not a problem it was awesome all the fucking time 10 out of 10 like knocking out of the park in fact man he's gonna have a big head i doubt it this is my podcast anyway but some of like my favorite sexual experiences and sexual stories are from being in that relationship like some of the fun sexual stories i think the one time i had an orgasm so intense i like i couldn't i think i started crying like full-on sobbing i hate that i'm telling the story full-on like sobbing and he had to like hold me and i just i was a mess i had to actually take drugs to calm down that night because i was just the orgasm was so intense my skin was buzzing everywhere was sensitive i felt like someone was drawing my scalp like it was just so good so fucking intense i started crying and sobbing and god it was embarrassing anyway when the relationship ended and i was like okay I think now is the time to have a whole face and everything will be fine you know have a whole face and because i had done the adult thing i had done the relationship thing it didn't work out and i was like okay now i'm a single bitch i'm be i'm going to have a whole face and then um date again or so i thought and the next person i had sex with <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god the next person i had sex with after that relationship ended was one <laughs> one <laughs> one yoruba boy that ruined me for weed and sex oh man like i had five ish intense days of fucking and smoking and to- like man oh i'm just like <laughs> I didn't expect it, man. Because I was living a relationship where I had, I'd been having like great sex. Don't get me wrong. And I'm aware that great sex doesn't just happen. And then the next person I'm fucking after having a relationship of like I think a year and two years was a guy that I didn't expect. I mean, yeah, the vibe was great, the chemistry was awesome, but the sex, man. Oh wow. We did things. It was just, I mean, five consecutive days of intense penicillin and cannabis was involved, which was something that was not involved in my sexual relationship with my ex. Cannabis was involved, so it was just, oh man. Anyway, after the five days were over of the intense fucking, because my plan was after I was done my relationship, I, I was I was like, you know what, I'm going to go out, I'm going to have like random sex. It's just going to be like whole phase. Like I'm going to have as much sex as I can because I'd been having sex with just him. That was my idea of thinking. And then I had sex with this Yoruba guy, and I was like, I'm Gucci, I'm fine. I have had good sex man I have had that kind of like sex that leaves you thinking about it for weeks I was sore but deliciously sore it was just good vibes I had sex with a guy that was attentive that listened that blew my mind out and respected me afterwards so by the time I was done with that five days I was like the high from the five days for me kind of lasted me for a month and by the time I was ready to start going out again I was like, eh, I have no need. I genuinely, and that was the end of my whole phase. I had no need. I think it took me a while again I, because I was busy to have sex, and then it was just like, eh, if I was interested, I'll fuck and then move on, which is like normal. How my sex life had been going. We're interested, we hook up after we're done and we're bored with each other. Bye, DC, Sayonara, that kind of vibe. I want to fuck somebody else. Bye. This is Serenara. But it was just never really like there was no there is no that there's never been like a whole face for me. Even prior to my celibacy, there was no whole face. I have no energy for a whole face. I think that's it. No, that's not it. I have energy for a whole face. I just I have no interest in it. Was I disappointed that I didn't have a whole face? Not really. Because I mean, why? Why would I be disappointed that I didn't have a whole face? Because I said I was going to and then I didn't. But the sex I had was good and I was fine with it. I mean, isn't that supposed to be the takeaway behind like the whole face situation? You find someone that you that you feel like is gonna have a good time, you explore with the person, you have like great times with the person and you move on. Am I making sense? But like why Am I serious about the about the oh, speaking of Irish man? Is that that's just me? That's just me. My Irish sugar daddy be showing up. I don't 
might be liking this new recording space i don't want to jinx it by like saying oh i like it and then something happens but i am genuinely like enjoying this this is really really cool i think i'm finally coming along in my stride which man thank fuck <clears throat> okay why do i feel like why do i see why do i feel very strongly about the idea that whole face should not exist because it's exhausting to be very honest and the real idea or like the true idea behind the whole face sorry dare i say the golden rule behind um the whole phase is exploration figuring out what works for you that's the idea right you meet random people you hook up with random people why are you doing that if it's not just to figure out what works for you why are you doing that because like no really because if you are talking about a whole face why do you want to have a whole face you want to have sex with random people cool no judgment there why why do you want to have sex with random people? Are you looking for something? Are you... Which in looking for something, it means you are exploring. It's fine. And I just genuinely feel that in exploring and figuring out what you want... Why does it have to be like confined in a face? Like, why does it why is it that with the idea of a whole face it's encouraged that you have a whole face early or it's encouraged that you show your white oats early why why do we have to put it into like um like almost like in this present day and age i feel like i'm rambling i'm not though in this present day and age um having a whole face seems like a rite of passage did you have a whole face yes wow then you fucked a lot and in a way some guys are comfortable with men that have had whole faces because it means that they've done everything like some men will purposefully say don't date a girl in like her by 23 to 25 because that's her whole phase she's exploring and fucking random people like 26 it means that okay from now on she's done fucking random people she's done exploring and um she's not ready to like settle down that's like the idea that it's just a young exploratory phase in your life if you didn't have a whole phase then it kind of means that oh you're missing out i know some people that would genuinely feel like oh if you didn't have a whole phase then you know what's the tendency that you'll not figure out a whole phase when we are together these are conversations that happen these are real life scenarios that happen because of this term around this term the whole phase i really like this tea though Mm. by the way i want to try hibiscus tea who knows a tea company that wants to sponsor this bitch that would be a good idea oh but there's a tea i want to mention now and i don't know if i should mention them but i feel like i should give you guys the tea on this tea if you're in nigeria and you've ever seen the brand legend tea don't buy it it's just water and vibes there is no flavor there is no depth it doesn't even smell good it just smells like nothing the tea tastes and smells like nothing don't waste your money okay if you need tea hookups like let me know i have great tea recommendations though hmm. i should do like a tea series don't ask me about the condom series now all right lubricated my throat <clears> throat> we don't have to do that if i wasn't smoking though but 
yeah mm -hmm. so if you didn't have a whole face then you're missing out and for me i feel like figuring out and exploring what you want sexually shouldn't just be confined to a particular um time in your life or a particular age in your life or a particular period in your life um because with sex i find that it is and one thing i've learned so far mm, is that figuring out what works for you sexually doesn't have to stay stagnant Figuring out your sexual preferences is realizing that it is kind of always going to change. And there is nothing wrong with that. If it doesn't change, fine. But you kind of need to be comfortable with the idea that your sexual choices, your sexual preferences will change. Why? Because you are changing as well. Um every part of your life has like whatever comes with it your sexual preferences might change due to stress maybe you are in a stressful part of your life and you take up bdsm you find calmness in rope work you find calmness in impact play you find peace in um being dominated you find peace in being a submissive it takes you from that stressful part of your life Maybe when that stressful part of your life is over, you no longer want to go back there because you don't have any need for it. That particular sexual experience fulfilled a need for you when it was necessary. Um, it could also be due to trauma. Yes, trauma happens a lot. Um, accidents, with trauma comes PTSD. PTSD means you need to find time to heal. And this could affect what your sexual preferences are or your sexual choices are. And there's nothing wrong with it. It could be due to sickness. Yes, there are certain sicknesses you have and afterwards your sexual preferences, your sexual choices. I'm not even just talking about like, oh, maybe you had gonorrhea or you had, oh, you have like herpes and all of a sudden, maybe because you used to get hurt before, but you have herpes. So you decide getting hurt is no longer that much of an option for you unless your partner is willing to use a dental dam. And if that's not working, then you're not getting head or you have an STI and then it kind of informs your sexual choice I'm talking about stuff like cancer and um, basically like illnesses that take the toll on the body can affect your sexual choices can affect your sexual preferences what what does that mean for you because you've had your whole phase you've had the societally acceptable period for you to explore and figure out what works for you now you're stuck in this new stage where your body or yourself are constantly changing you're constantly evolving how are you going to navigate that and reconcile that with your sex life so you're not getting a whole phase in your 40s right because if you are confirming to like the idea that it's just a period where you figure out what works for you and then you leave it you are telling yourself that that thing you figure out in that period is it for you that's the height and that's the peak of your sexual preferences your sexual choices your sexual experiences that's how it's going to be but it doesn't have to be that way you don't have to find like a blueprint and stick to it you are a human being you evolve you change your sexual choices your sexual preferences change as well for context and this is a personal story um my mom doesn't understand this aspect of my life 
this sex positive aspect of my life the part of me that talks about sex the part of me that um um creates sex positive content for clients and for brands like i'm completely pivoting my life into this and i'm fine with it i'm trying i'm, I'm making sure that all the choices i make here i want i want to make and she doesn't get it and it's fine i'm fine with the fact that she doesn't get it but due to the fact that um for some reasons i've actually had to bring my work around her um sometimes i'm her, i'm at her place and i'm creating content and she sees me so we've had the conversation she knows what is going on here but she doesn't get it and it's fine so randomly i think i, I knew i was at hers and i was I was talking about something I was sending a voice note to um, a friend that was asking me on dildo recommendations and my mom looks to me and tells me that oh you know she's thinking about getting a vibrator all her friends have one and I was like uh, okay and she's like yeah do I mind recommending like any for her like let me, let me just can she just pick my brain about what does what so that you know she's more informed and at first I was like, mm, oh no. I ignored her. It's a knee-jerk reaction. I just, I was like, mm -mm. I, I don't have energy for this. Because one, I just feel like she's not going to listen to me. I'm her daughter. There's no way. She, she doesn't see me in anything other than like a, I'm her daughter light. She's not going to see me as a professional. She's not even going to believe that people actually pay attention to me as a professional, which is fine. It's like parents for you or whatever. But then... A part of me was like, huh, okay, my mom is into vibrators now, or she's not into vibrators, but she wants to be into vibrators and she wants to take pleasure into her own hands, you know, literally. And I was like, yay, I'm happy for you. I'm happy you're doing this. I'm happy you're figuring out what works for you. And we did have a conversation. And I told her what does what. And of course, as usual, I said she would not listen. And she did not listen. So I'm just minding my business now. Like, I cannot even be fucking bothered. I'm, I'm tired. When she's ready to listen, she'll listen. After I was sad. And, yes. Cue in the... I want your mom as my sugar mommy jokes. I've heard quite a few. I'm pretty sure there are some I haven't heard, but yeah. Anyway, um, my point is, it was kind of refreshing to realize that she wanted to take pleasure into her own hands. Somehow, we kind of expect that as women get older, we should be, they should be more, um, quiet about their sexual choices i mean they are mothers they are um well they have kids it's stuff like oh if kim kardashian is posting nude how will her son feel about it in 10 years her son will be bullied in 10 years i like to feel like she would have had a conversation with her son about realizing that nudity is not all sexual i'm just saying she would have a conversation with her daughter about the idea behind consent with the sex tape. She would have um, the conversation with, the, with her daughter about owning your sexuality. Like, I'm just saying, you guys are making it out to be so negative when this act, these incidences can actually be positive connotations. But you can't wrap your head around the idea of telling your kids that... Um, 
basically having honest frank conversations about sex with your children and in turn what happens is when they get older they can phantom you as a sexual being as well i'm not kind of saying oh yeah this is great okay if i see my parents fucking then it's fine but if your parents fuck somehow they fuck to make you make you it's just i'm just saying so yeah i'm not saying be curious about your parents sex life but at the back of your head be comfortable with the idea that your parents are having sex with someone younger with someone older with people you don't know wrap your head around it and it's not your business really it's not your business the same way they have no right to kind of like dictate how you should fuck where you should fuck and who you should fuck you have no right to do the same thing to them so when you realize that your parents now that is probably 60 something is um trying to figure out what sexual pleasure is for them at this age do you do you oh let's not talk about it and then make them feel like shit some more or do you somehow find a way to be comfortable with the idea that they are trying to do something that you spend a few years doing and realizing that and in normalizing them doing that you kind of realize that when you get to that age you can also start shaking it up and figuring out what you want it's because we are kind of fine with this idea that when we're in stable steady relationships sex is supposed to be boring and bad and then the media plays it off when you're married oh you have sex with person for 12 years is boring it doesn't have to be you are a sexual being on your own your partner is a sexual being on their own both of you can figure out what works for both of you sexually but you can you also need to figure out what works for you individually as well i know i'm making sense online there's like a myriad of articles like on how um, the whole face is good for you and i think i said the stupid it's silly article it's not silly that's but that's the thing i'm not trying to say it's silly i just i saw an article on six reasons why um a girl having a whole face is good for you and uh, why you need a whole face and i'm like why do you need a whole face you don't need a whole face having this idea that oh you need a whole face can lead people into making lots of mistakes because casual sex is great why you having casual sex with people that actually respect what casual sex is we just be fucking these days, yo. I guess access to sex everywhere. So we we'll be fucking. First we benefit and then, oh, don't touch me afterwards. What if my love language is, what if I enjoy being cuddled and we're friends and we're having sex? That's the thing. I haven't been able to wrap my head around it personally because I can't, I haven't gotten to a space where I feel like I can't distinguish. But friends can have sex with each other and be fine. But then again, saying that is my own is kind of like now saying, oh yeah, men and women can be friends, which is stupid. Those two things can happen simultaneously. Men and women can be friends with each other without having sex. And men and women can be friends with each other and have sex. And it doesn't have to lead into like I feel like I have to blame Hollywood for all these friends turned to lovers bullshit. 
you guys have been friends for long i saw a tweet somewhere about the friends lovers trip being very annoying because especially when you're like oh i touched my microphone sorry especially when your best friend especially when you're in a relationship with the person who has like the best friends like okay all this while you're in a relationship with other relationships with other people and they were never going to be enough and they were never enough because i did you were destined to end up with your best friend and then there are the people who have been best friends since and men and women who have been best friends and there have been nothing but platonic friends who give a fuck about each other and love each other and are there for each other and they have to constantly defend that they are not fucking and that they will never fuck and that it doesn't have to end that way oh this just brought back a bad memory for me um i used to have this is like a very very long time ago like this situation happened a very very long time ago i used to have i used to know this guy that i thought we're friends like we're friends in my head we're friends we talked a lot he had this thing where he was like oh um don't love me like a brother and i'm like i'm not loving like a brother i don't have any brothers fuck you but he was very he was very obsessed with that idea of don't love me like a brother i'm not your brother so we were friends we'll talk we'll hang there was no kiss it was just really 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 nice and then one day we got to talking and he was like yeah let's have sex and i was like oh okay i mean i was young i, I made a lot of sexual mistakes you know i thought casual sex was like fine you know if you want to have sex let's fuck so i said yeah no problem and then we had sex and it was it was not good it wasn't bad it was just me i don't even remember how the sex was but i remember what happened afterwards afterwards it was like eh, hey now that we fucked i know that we can't be saying that um you love me like your brother um now you know basically the what he said was he had sex to make with me to make sure that even though i see him as a friend i'm not just going to like brother zone him and i felt shitty afterwards i was like that's the only reason you wanted to fuck just to continuously prove a point that you keep on like chirping in my ear every two hours I felt like shit because and I hate feeling like shit after sex because well I really did it but I was like why I wasn't interested in fucking you I wasn't looking at you that way you obviously don't even look at me that way but you did it to prove a fucking point needless to say I don't fuck with him anymore I that kind of was the the death knell on our relationship and it just but then I have really awesome male friends that I have not fucked and i have a few male friends that i want to fuck not i want to fuck but like if we fuck that not bad i know you can handle it i know we can handle it but at the same time they are friends i don't want to fuck Mm. what was i talking about again Articles on I'm sorry I'm drinking like that. It's just really really hot tea. Articles on why you need a whole face. I'm like because you see that every girl needs a whole face and every girl that they, people that don't have whole faces now feel like they're missing out on something. You're not. That's the thing. If you don't have a whole face, you're not missing out on anything than if you did have a whole face. 
let's stop making you feel like it has to be this rite of passage like oh if you didn't do it yes if you did it yes. i just it's just exhausting mm, i'm so tired okay and i'm like i just genuinely do feel like why do we need to contain sexual sexual exploration into one part of your life the point i repeated earlier it doesn't need to be contained into just one aspect of your life or after some big change and one of the reasons they state that um or the benefits like i went online and i was like the benefits of a whole face and they're like oh self-confidence you become more confident in yourself your choices are your own blah 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 so you have good stories to tell and i'm like there are no ways mm, for these benefits to happen in my life without having a whole face because well i never had a whole face i fucked a bunch of people i never had a whole face but i have fun stories to tell I've had fun stories to tell from relation, like the relationships that I had. Really fun stories. I don't need to have a whole face to have confidence in myself. I do understand that sometimes leaving a long relationship, you might feel a little bit, you know, need a bit of a pick-me-up. That's fine. Don't coin it a whole face. You're figuring out what works for you. You're figuring out how it's going to work in this new situation. I feel that's like I said that wrong. In this new situation, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't have to be a whole face. Oh, your whole face is started. Oh, you're having a whole face. Oh, you've never had a whole face. Like, that's just death, that shit. So fucking unnecessary. We're getting this idea that random, casual <laughs> sex. <laughs> Is going to give you self-confidence, um, fun stories, and um, what they say again, your choices like random casual sex in this climate that we are in, where you can't even have random. Like I was it not last year? Okay, no, sorry, it was the year of the COVID, which is still COVID though. It was um 2020 that I saw one guy on Instagram was posting um stories. One guy on Twitter, someone I found, I found out Instagram was posting stories of how his neighbor brought um, some woman or a lady over, and he was making stories of how they were fucking and how she was moving. I was like, that's so fucking invasive. She's just having the time of her life now, but somehow her news is out there for the world to know. Through no fault of hers, by the way, except a nosy ass um, flatmate. You, I see tweets like, oh, one of your faves came and he's fucking her. Okay, and so. Like these days, I don't feel there is such, there is an upside or there is a great advantage to having casual random sex. Casual sex, fine, but random? Like random strangers? With like a lot of the diseases floating and then people that don't really mean you well. Is that the energy you want to be bringing into yourself? And I'm not, don't say soul ties or some bullshit like that. That's not, I'm just saying that's the kind of energy you want to allow because when you keep on and continuously allowing all these random sexual encounters are you leaving each encounter feeling respected treated like a princess like are you leaving every encounter sexually satisfied and happy if you are then please by all means continue but just don't coin it a whole face you're having great sex with random people it's fine why would i ever advocate for a whole face personally 
I don't know, maybe because I feel like quant, quant, quality is better than quantity for me. For me. I just feel like if I have really great sex, I'm fine. I don't need to go out and have like sex, 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 sex. I just need to have great sex. And if I find great sex, I'm good with it. So quality over quality over quantity for me. One reasons why I don't advocate for a whole face. I guess the goal is like exploring. If the goal or the idea behind whole face is exploring, then please, by all means, explore. Flirt, tease, go on dates, make out, but be just have it at the back of your mind that a whole face doesn't have to lead to sex. It does not need to end in sex. It's just you figuring out what works for you. And another thing is don't use like the whole face as a as a justification for having like oh yeah my whole face you're having random sex don't do that own it it's all i'm saying anyway figure out what works for you don't be pigeonholed into a whole face or the idea that um the whole face is doing something for you for me alexandria expressive goddess says the whole face does absolutely nothing for women if you want to go around and explore sex please do with people please do don't coin it a whole face it's pigeonholing yourself into this idea that after you're done then you should go and settle down what if you want to explore with the person you want to settle down with is that such a bad idea is that like a bad thing I've seen situations, wasn't on Zico quite a story story where um, a couple uh, went from it was just supposed to be like random sex and then ended up now they are married. Do you see where I'm coming from? Be open to the idea, don't pigeonhole yourself into a space. Anyway. Honestly, I wanted to do, like, I wanted to go into more details about, like, oh, if you should disclose having a whole face to your partner and stuff like that. But I think I'll just leave that for, like, the body count conversation. I kind of wanted a short episode. Ha, 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 Alexandria. Really a short episode. Um, yeah. So, happy new year. Thank you so much for listening to this great episode. Go follow me on Instagram at sex positive goddess. One word, no underscore. I'm always posting like fun sex positive content on there. I do be well in sometimes. Bear with me. I also have a TikTok account, sex positive goddess. Go on there and show me some love, please. Um, I also have a Twitter account as well, sex sativa. One word, no underscore. Um, yeah, I'm always posting sex positive content on there. This is going to be a good year. I am praying and I am hoping for positivity, lots of positivity. I want to be positive this year. I want to, um, I want to really create content the way I want to. I don't want to box myself into a hole. So just expect every and any kind of content from me. You can also request or send me a message on any of my social media um, platforms. I, I think I have a news. I have a newsletter which I'm going to activate this year. Yes, it's going to be fun and quirky. I finally found a tone for it, which is what I was having a hard time with. I'm also starting a YouTube channel. So much work little of me 
so if you love me send me money so that i don't break down and have my depression take over also for those asking for the condom series the condom series will be back i am coming i am editing i just have like i have a lot of stuff i procrastinated a lot last year so i carried a lot of my projects into the year and i've not finished so the condom series will be back i'm editing i will post when i can if you have any condoms you want me to review, please don't hesitate to send me a message on any of my social media apps. Instagram, Sex Positive Goddess, Twitter, Sex Sativa, TikTok, Sex Positive Goddess. Um, yeah, this is so much fun. Until I come your way again next time, I still remain your favorite Sex Positive Goddess. Bye for now. Cheers to more awesome orgasms in 2022.